0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Cracked Die podcast. I'm your host and GM, Sean, and here we are, episode 119 on March 17th, 2022, so you know what that means. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. But more importantly, let's talk about March 19th. March 19th, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Twitch.tv slash Cracked Die that's right, another live episode of Absalom in Order. Absalom in Order is where we struggle through the Agents of Edgewatch adventure path, jammed by Twin Talon himself, AKA Matt. We have been having a heck of a time and we look forward to seeing everyone there. Now, I wanna expand a little bit more on something I mentioned last week. We are in the process of hiring an editor. Now, this is very exciting for both the show in general and for myself at a personal level. Now, let's quick talk about what that means for you, the listener. In general, Matt, Anwar, Haya, myself, we have been editing this show since the very beginning. And shocker, none of us are professional audio editors. So now with a professional audio editor coming in to help us with the editing, we expect the quality of sound going into your ears to just skyrocket. Now, They're only so good. The content, you know, it's still our job to create good content, but they're going to make it sound. Oh, so lovely. And I am super excited about that on a personal level, not having to struggle through audio editing every week to make sure we get these shows out to you on time. We are going to be freed up to provide more content. Does that mean that we're about to put out another show? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But what that does mean is that we are going to be freed up to provide additional content plus the content that we've already promised our patrons. And we're going to be able to fulfill all that. We're going to be able to start consistently running our Pathfinder Society games for our patrons. We're going to be able to start writing and creating homebrew content for our patrons. We're going to be able to chat more. We're going to be able to interact more. We're going to be able to get them their super secret gifts that we've promised them. And now that editing is off the table for us, it frees us up to do so much more of that. And it is only through the love and support of our patrons that we are in the space that we can do this. Now, if you do have a spare dollar, a spare $5, a spare $200, heck, if you join us at patreon.com slash cracked die, we are going to be busting through things over there at an alarming rate. And I'm super excited about we have a bunch of people who have just hit the first tier of surprise gifts that we're about to get sent out. We are about to start running our Pathfinder Society games, like I mentioned previously. Also, if you join at the $5 tier, you get to join one of the most disgusting, revolting lean, beautiful group of people on discord. We have a lovely community that has sprung up around this show and we'll just chat for hours about any and everything. Painting tips for miniatures, game tips for both video games, computer game, tabletop RPGs. We just love it. We even have a channel dedicated to being grandma friendly. Also a lovely group of memes that gets sent around. But that's all available if you join our Patreon at the $5 tier and up. I have to say thank you, thank you, thank you to our patrons for allowing us this opportunity to get an editor. Oh, I think I got through everything. 19th Absalom in Order returns. We're getting an editor and I'm... Just super excited. So episode 119. Here we go. Let's hope the luck of the Irish is with our players as they continue through what can only be described as a lovely, I guess, tower. Welcome to the 119th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast.
1: Hooray, we're almost done. <laughs> yeah. Almost. You don't want to do this
0: show anymore?
2: I thought I almost only counted in horseshoes and hand grenades <laughs> government work. I have
0: a very important question. As you often do, Sean. As I often do. I'm a fat kid. I love chicken nuggies. This is a two part question. Number one, who has the best chicken nuggies? Wendy's. And number two, what is the best sauce and where is it from? I will start with Christine because I think I know her answer.
3: I mean, if we're calling nuggies as opposed to tenders, I agree with Matt. It's Wendy's and honey mustard.
0: Regular or spicy? Regular. Okay. And honey mustard?
4: Honey mustard. No matter where from.
0: That's an acceptable answer. Haya.
4: I have to agree with Christine. Yep. Wendy's and then honey mustard is the way to go. Oh, yeah. High five.
0: <laughs> Regular or spicy nuggies?
4: Uh, I usually go for regular. Matt usually goes for spicy.
0: Okay. Heidi.
2: I make my own and I don't go out for them.
0: <laughs> That's fair. That is a fair. But what sauce? What dip in sauce?
2: Oh, I am a ketchup girl all the way. Just slather it in ketchup. Leave the nuggies on the side. Just just give me shots of ketchup. It'll be fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Matt. So I want to preface this by saying there was a day when I was like, I'm going to put this to rest. And I went to Burger King and Wendy's and McDonald's and I got regular nuggets and spicy nuggets that they had at the time. And I tested them all. And I said, I would say by a large margin, Wendy's nuggets, whether you get the regular nuggets or the spicy nuggets are the best. Burger Kings, I would say are second. And for whatever reason, it's like, Ten for a dollar. I'm like, I'm not sure what you're doing with this, but it's still better. And then McDonald's are like just flavorless. They are so bad. And when they had the the everyone they're freaking out about me bashing McDonald's nuggets like they're fine if you've never eaten any other chicken nuggets before but when you line them up and taste them like one after another they're just nothing so when they had spicy nuggets they were horrible they were so bad but i would say that given a choice i would do wendy's if i have to pay for them probably burger king and if they're free and someone's handing me mcdonald's nuggets i'll eat them but i wouldn't do that like as an option i wouldn't go out of my way to get them And dipping sauce. So I like spicy nuggets. So if I'm dipping spicy nuggets, they're going in a chocolate frosty, which I hate the fact that I have to say chocolate frosty because there really is only one frosty. Vanilla frosties are bullshit. They're just like bland vanilla milkshakes. I'm old and there didn't used to be vanilla frosties and I liked it that way.
4: I love you, Grandma. I'm with Matt on this.
1: Thank you. Thank you. But if it's chicken strips or just regular chicken nuggets, I would go honey mustard. All right, Rob. Chick-fil-A. Boo! Boo! Oppression. Boo. 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 Sorry.
3: We don't support oppression chicken in this household.
5: And dry sandpaper. Dry
0: sandpaper. Okay. So for me, I also am a Wendy's Nuggies guy. Normal Nuggies. Plain, not spicy. But then the dip and sauce is a question. I do enjoy Wendy's barbecue sauce, but my favorite dip and sauce is McDonald's sweet and sour. Okay. So I would say nuggets from
4: Wendy's
0: dipping sauce from McDonald's. I'm a weirdo and I order the sweet and sour sauce on the side and then pour it on like my quarter pounder with cheese.
4: It's not weird.
0: I really like the sweet and sour sauce. That was my very important question to start this episode off with. <laughs> As I have a container of sweet and sour sauce and Wendy's barbecue on my desk. <laughs> Right next to where I'm recording, so.
3: I mean, I guess it's better than Dead Mountain Dews and Doritos.
0: I mean, is it, though?
3: Is
4: it? They're about the same.
0: My arteries feel the same afterwards.
3: I'm trying to justify continuing my marriage to you.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Fair enough. Think about the insurance. Think about the insurance.
0: (laughs) Mortgage payments?
3: Yeah, the mortgage, yeah. And taxes.
0: Taxes, yeah. (laughs) Uh, We have a loving relationship, as everyone can tell. Anyway.
1: Yeah, you're loving it. And Christina's also in the relationship. (laughs) Oh, no. That's
0: true. I did kick outside my coverage, so... (laughs) anyway let's get into this episode the 119th episode last time you guys went into Tenneson tower and cleared out the sixth floor of some scarlet triad folk then you climbed up the steps and matt was like oh my god what are those and discovered two alchemical golems that you guys Handily handled. Defeated. Handily handled. Whatever. You guys beat them. And then you also took out some Scarlet Triad Poisoners. And now you are exploring the space. So we're going to jump right in to exploration mode. And we're going to start with the top of my players list here. Christine, what are you doing in the next 10 minutes?
3: It looks like there's like a desk or something in... The little room, there's a bunch of like little desks and stuff in the smaller room off the room with the staircases. So I think I'm going to check that out.
0: Okay. So you do notice that on the door, now that you have a chance, it says Alchemy Laboratory. Ooh. (laughs) Figured you might like that.
3: I made the right choice. I didn't even know the door said that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So you can look around at those desks. I'm just going to move you real quick to kind of the middle of the room. Now, just so everyone is aware, there is also from the center room where you fought the alchemical golems, the doors you guys went in. There is a door to the west and a double door to the southwest. Haya, what would you like to do in the next 10 minutes?
4: Well, how are folks feeling? Do I need to spruce anybody up? Well, it doesn't look like anybody is necessarily injured, so Brianna will follow behind Soraya to make sure nothing bothers her over there. Okay. Heidi, what would you like to do in the next 10 minutes?
2: Ooh, is a creature of curiosity, and so she goes in the door to the west.
0: Okay. You can open the door and then go right on in. Hoo-ah! All right. Matt, what would you like to do?
1: Well, Soraya and Brianna are in the alchemy lab.
0: There are also the bodies of the poisoners around.
1: Mm -hmm. So not wanting Ooh since we haven't like seen anything else on this floor, not wanting to like run into trouble by herself. Twin Talon will follow behind her to make sure that nothing, basically no one's by themselves. And you can also see Knife Sword from here. All right. Until he goes anyway.
0: (laughs) Rob, what would you like to do with Knife Sword? There are stairs up. There's double doors. No one's entered yet.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Two's always better than one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Point me to the double door. Okay. So let's start
0: here at the top. I'm going to make some secret rolls for Sorea. Oh boy.
3: I would just like to petition that they be crafting rolls instead of perception rolls.
1: I will take that under advisement. That certainly could make sense, depending on what the roll is.
3: I mean, if it's to look around the alchemy lab and identify things, I would hope it would be crafting.
1: Right, like for chemicals, but like if it was like to find a hidden safe.
4: That's true, yeah.
1: I find it interesting now that I can see that he's rolling, but it's just a d20 with a bunch of question marks on it.
4: That's pretty cool, though. So,
0: Soraya, you are kind of enthralled by this room. You notice that there is some dust in here, but there's also some like a pile of expired and decomposing reagents in one of the corners. Hiya. While Brianna is keeping an eye on everything, she sees a chest in the north pointed out to Soraya. And Soraya quickly runs over. Oh, no. And opens it up. Inside, you see four blue alchemical liquids, three silvery liquids in bottles, a gem-encrusted tin. That's it.
3: I would like to identify them. I just made my secret roll at my 23 for my specialty crafting.
0: Okay, you knock this out of the park. The four blue vials are greater bottled lightnings. Ooh. And the three silver vials are silver tongue mutagen greater.
3: Oh, interesting.
0: Do you know what that does or do you want more information about it?
3: More information because I do not typically take mutagens.
0: Your features become striking and your voice becomes musical and commanding, though facts and figures may become hazy for you and emotions cloud your ability to reason. Benefit: You gain a plus three item bonus to deception, diplomacy, intimidation, and performance checks. Your critical failures with any of these checks become failures instead. Drawback. You take a minus two item penalty to arcana, crafting, lore, occultism, and society checks. Choose one skill in which you are trained. For the duration, you become untrained in that skill, and all your failures to recall knowledge become critical failures. This lasts for one hour.
3: Yeesh. Well, this one might not be the best for myself, but I think someone could use it. These, however.
4: (laughs) I was just gonna say, I take your word for it, for whatever they... They are.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, if you need to be a bit more, shall we say, charismatic, the silver ones are good. But it comes at some cognitive impairments. It's a trade-off. These ones, however, (laughs) these are much better. Okay. I do study this jewel-encrusted tin that was in the chest as well.
0: It is a tin that has jewels on it. Could open it if you would like. Sure. Okay. And I'm just going to roll over your incredible crafting roll.
3: What was the final result of the roll? Because I can't see it.
0: 37.
3: Oh, man, that's eh, it was only that was a 14. I guess I have a plus 23. Okay,
0: you find four doses of blight burn resin, two satchels of dusts of disappearance and six moderate healing potions.
3: Awesome.
0: Do you know what all of that does? Or would you like me to tell you?
3: I think we've had the dust of Disappearance before. I can just read the stuff. This powdery shimmers like a thousand tiny motes of light, activating the dust by sprinkling it on yourself or your creature within reach. Cast fourth level invisibility with a duration of one minute. It can't be negated or seen through by any spell of third level or lower or any item of fifth level or lower. Ooh, the Blightburn Resin is a contact poison. Oh, that's amazing. Six rounds is how long it lasts. Round one is 8d6 poison, two is 10d6 poison, three is 15d6 poison, that's stage one, two, and three. Oh, the fact that it's contact is amazing. This way you don't actually have to hurt someone, they just have to touch it. And then healing potions, we know what those do. The moderate is 3d8 plus 10. And the gen- the tin itself, it looks like is a can fetch a hefty price if I don't want to keep it because I like shiny, fancy things. I just want to see also the amount of damage a greater bottle of lightning does.
0: All right. So while you're looking at your happy loot, Brianna, is it OK to say that you also check the body of the poisoner? Sure. All right. So on the body of the poisoner, you find a plus one striking crossbow a plus one short sword, regular leather armor, an expanded alchemist lab. What? Oh, an expanded alchemist lab. It's worth 55 gold. It has seven bulk and gives you a plus one item bonus to crafting alchemical items. So you find three plus one striking crossbows. You find three plus one short swords. You find... Three sets of regular leather armor, also known as knife sword jerky. (laughs) You find three sets of expanded alchemist labs. You find three sets of good manacles marked with the symbol of the Scarlet Triad. You also find three sets of keys to those manacles. You find six doses of Addlebrain. You find three greater antidotes find 30 bolts for the crossbows makes sense and oh boy 21 doses of giant scorpion venom
4: cool 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 i think brianna will hold on to the manacles as to melt them down into something more productive than slavers tools And the keys for them. Otherwise, once uh, Soraya is done, she'll kind of wait over, and be like, Hey, there is uh, plenty more over here for you to look at and identify.
3: Ooh. She'll go through delighted. Very excited. I was going to say, this is a very, very dumb idea, but it's, I think the giant scorpion poison, it's not contact, it's injury, correct?
0: Alchemical consumable injury poison.
3: So would it be impossible to say, get like a small wine skin or water skin and just like dump them all in there with... I can't think of what the word is for my sling. Like, I guess, like, the ammo for my sling and just have a bunch of poison rounds.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You could do that. You saw them applying it to their bolts, so...
3: Yeah, I'm just thinking, because I don't I don't really use that kind of thing, and then if I don't have to make an interact action every goddamn time to poison ammo for the sling, I can just load it.
0: Yeah, I don't see why not. Cool.
3: So I have a bag of poison sling slugs. You both <laughs> also
0: notice that there is a door to the... Southwest.
3: Do you think it would be prudent to wait for everyone else before we open that?
0: I think so, yes.
2: Okay. I guess walking in, noticing that Twin Town has followed her, she cheekily turns to see him and turns back and says, Twin Town, you ever um, have a one night stand on a bed like this, seeing the rope beds that are around?
1: <laughs> Hammocks? <laughs> yeah. No, rope beds. <laughs> I think it would be very hard to stand on one of those.
2: I will tell you, it is a romp in the sack. (laughs) I'm working on it. I'm workshopping it. It's fine. I think Ooh is going to take a deeper look into the room and go in further and just kind of take a look. In the northwest, is that a dresser? Is that a shelf?
0: Yep, that's a dresser.
2: Ooh's going to walk over to it and just take a look inside. All right.
0: You notice that there is a door to your north and there's also a door to your south. I'm going to roll secret roll, secret tunnel.
2: Hey, you read my thing. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Okay. As you explore the chest of drawers, you don't find anything. You find some rotting clothes and grossness.
2: Well... It's a room full of rot, baby. It wouldn't be all right if I moved to the south door? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Matt, what are you doing while OO is running around rifling through all the rotten clothes and stuff?
1: So... I mean, Twintown will keep an eye out for all that to make sure nothing's hidden or lying in wait. But he'll also, knowing that his party members were to the north and kind of using his, you know, knowledge of architecture, I think he's pretty sure that this door up here leads to that lab. So he's going to go open it and poke his head through.
0: Serea and Brianna, the door to the southwest starts to open and a dangerous looking bald headed man sticks his head through.
4: I attack him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nice. <laughs> All right, roll initiative.
3: <laughs> oh, well, that's where that goes. All right, I'm surprised we didn't hear you on the other side of the door.
0: Are you?
1: All right. And then Twin Talon will head south to the south door and probably poke in there to see if that's where Knife Sword went, since Knife Sword went to the southern room.
0: Okay. Well, hang on. Before you poke your head in there, Knife Sword, you walk into this room. Okay. You see three of those same golems on like giant sawhorses but you don't see any floating brain in them yet you just see the body structure you see two of them that have like bodies, but no arms or legs or heads, as well as a bunch of
5: tools on the desks to the south. I'm sorry, this is Robert blanking. What were they made of again?
1: They had like stick arms and legs, and they had hands that were like full of injector needles and like a big vat in their center, which had a chemical goo in it.
5: Alright, and how tall are they?
1: They're large creatures. Probably 7 and 10 feet tall. I want to make a
5: crafting check. Okay. (laughs) Or maybe an arcanic check, I'm not sure. I want to see if I could remove the head and put in some kind of control system. Oh, boy. Knife Sword's going to have a mech. It's going to be great.
3: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Knife Sword in a mech.
0: Yes. Okay, give me a crafting check. Okay, 34. 34. You think that with enough time and maybe some looking into inventing things, you could possibly take this and make it maybe not a mech, but definitely a companion? like a pet
5: oh my gosh okay i think i might have something on me too i want to paint my name on it so that no one takes it (laughs) okay and i'm just gonna put on a little note you know please send to stronghold
0: i don't know if that's how that works and twin talon yes as you poke your head in through that door you see knife sword writing something on one of the golem bodies hey buddy yo Can you pick this thing up?
5: Definitely not. (laughs) Maybe you and Brianna could haul it around, but not me. It looks like it's on a stand. Is that like on wheels or?
1: It is not on wheels. Huge flights of spiral steps to get up here, dude. Oh, so a sled. That would be much better. Wheels would work up to the first step and then (laughs) not so much.
5: All right, I'm going to. Could you help me get the legs off this table?
1: Sure. I got nothing else to do.
5: Okay. I want to get the table to the north or... Maybe the one to the south is, looks longer. Can we flip it over and take the legs off? <laughs> I mean, sure. It's going to take about 10 minutes to do. Why don't we just turn it upside down? Okay.
0: And then you'd have the candles to steer it.
5: Oh, that upside down. Yeah, all right.
0: From the other room, you hear a crash as things get knocked off a table. Oh, no.
5: And then we'll just ease it down onto the
3: table. All right. Who's watching from the door? Should we go investigate that? <sighs> I suppose we have to.
1: Careful. Out there, that's glass. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, don't shatters.
0: Okay. <laughs> Brietta, Soraya, and Ooh, you all observe Knife Sword and Twin Talon flipping over a table and lowering a semi-built alchemical golem onto it.
4: This is not what it looks like. It
0: is exactly what
4: it looks like.
1: Yeah, this is exactly what it looks like.
4: <laughs> you realize that we cannot carry this all the way back home. Oh, no, I know. I realize that. We're going to drag it. <sighs> you can drag it. Yes, go ahead. Good luck.
2: Is this the top? Is this the very, very tippity top?
1: No, we got one. One more floor to go.
2: Shall we go up there first and then we can finish? And then you can drag it on down? Does that sound good?
5: If you help me drag it, I'll accept.
2: Baby, I'll do anything. (laughs) Let's just get going.
5: (laughs) Okay.
0: When was the last time we rested? At the start of the day. It's only like 7 30 at this point. In the evening?
1: PM. It's 7 30 p.m. Yeah. PM. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes. 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 What is the order that you were going to go up the stairs in? Gonna be the same as last time, which was twin talon in front, followed by Brianna, followed by Saraya, followed by Knife Sword. Sure. That works for me. I think that works. Yeah.
1: Okay.
5: Yeah. Sure.
0: And these stairs are a little bit wider. You you can go two across on them. All proceed up the stairs, untouched by the construction that has reshaped the lower levels. The top floor consists of rooms with sturdy wooden doors. It is devoid of
1: decor.
3: Oh, plain.
1: Okay. From what I see, it's just a sliver of nothing. Like it's just an empty hallway.
3: Yeah, I have like a 10 by 15 space that I can see.
1: Yeah. So sometimes going to take a step in, just kind of keeping an eye out and figure out what uh, what he can see. And if he doesn't see anything, i will got a motion for everybody to follow up the steps. Sure, you don't see anything. But
0: if you don't mind, I might be rolling some things privately real quick.
1: You rolled three things privately
0: before you even said that. So yeah, okay.
3: <laughs> you did start when you said I, I go in.
0: Sorry. Knife Sword and Brianna. You guys are too preoccupied, Brianna. You're preoccupied with guarding everyone. And Knife Sword, you're preoccupied thinking about that wonderful thing downstairs to hear anything. Makes sense. Ooh and Saraya, you hear muffled cries coming from the west. And Twin Talon, you also hear those muffled cries, but you also hear them coming from the northeast over here.
1: Does it sound like somebody's in distress? Is that what we're hearing? So the first two
0: sound like (laughs) Twin Talon, the one you hear coming from the northeast, you hear like guffawing laughter and kind of like cries of pain.
2: Twin Talon, what are you hearing?
1: Sounds like a bunch of people tied up and then to the north, it sounds like someone's being tortured.
2: Oh, shit.
4: I think we found the captives.
1: I think it is generally bad, yes.
4: Shall we storm the castle?
1: We're already inside, so sure.
4: It may take a miracle. <laughs> Onward, I say. We, we shouldn't let people suffer any more than they should. Agreed. Yes, yes, let's go, let's
2: go!
1: Twin Town is going to move toward the voice where was like an active... Because it seems like the other two sounds were just like people that were tied up. Like, I didn't hear any bad guy sounds, right? It just sounded like people that were tied up. Like, pleading, yes. Who are they pleading to? Like, that's what I guess my question is. Like, if there's somebody pleading, then typically I've never witnessed anything where someone's just just sitting in a room, just pleading to nobody. But it does sound like there's an active threat to the north. So that's the way Town's going to go toward that sound. The sound of the guffawing and then cries of pain.
3: Okay. I'm going to follow the one I heard to the west. Okay. Why
4: are we splitting up, guys? (laughs) What is happening? I just want to scoop out things.
1: It's more
5: efficient to die that
4: way. This is true. I will move guardedly. Brianna will try and keep both her friends within... Like seeing distance, so she can see who she needs to be able to protect because that's
5: what she does. Okay, knife sword, what are you doing? Gonna pull out a piece of chalk, go to the nearest wall, and start making some, you know, adjustments and diagrams and trying to do some geometry to figure out angles.
0: Okay, and ooh, you said you were excitedly going to move towards?
2: Yes, and I think I will enable my rage.
0: Okay, go ahead and rage away. And where do you want to move?
2: I will follow Twintelon.
1: And Matt, what is Tasani doing? Tasani is sticking with Brianna.
4: Yeah, bestie.
1: And also she's keeping an eye on Night Sword, mostly because it makes him uncomfortable.
4: <laughs> so this
0: is what we're going to do. We're going to switch in to initiative here so if i can get everyone to please roll initiative you may use stealth or perception your choice all right what did you guys get for initiative we'll start with christine
2: 23
1: Haya. 29. Matt? Twin Talon got a 32 with his 24 modifier. Heidi?
2: Got 19.
1: And Rob, what did you get as Knife
5: Sword? Well, I'm not really paying much attention, so I got a 35. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that makes me so happy every time. Why? It's just so
0: funny to me. I'm sorry, honey. It's
1: all right. I'm pretty sure I'm also missing a hero point, but it's all good.
0: Oh! (laughs) Oh. I forgot to give everyone a hero point, so uh, you're not special in this one. Ouch. So everyone gets a hero point. Knife Sword, what are you doing with your three actions?
5: I'm going to finish the equation I'm writing here. I'm going to take a step farther down the wall and continue on with the next equation.
0: Okay. Twin Talent, what would you like to do? right. Twin Talon is
1: going to stealth down the hallway until he gets in between the two doors. And then he's going to make a perception check to listen and see which direction the torture sounds sound like they're coming from.
0: All right. Give me a perception roll. Actually, there's no need to. It's very easy to hear the difference between the two doors.
1: Okay. So Twin Talon moved north into a hallway from this initial kind of wide hallway we were in. And the hallway is 20 feet long, about 15 feet down. There was a door on either side. So Twin Town listens, and he can tell the one to the east. So if that's the case, then he will kind of motion for people to come that way, and he'll motion at the door. And there's no enemies, so at this point, Twin Town's just going to hold the rest of his action. He doesn't want to like get so far ahead of the party that people have to take turns to catch up.
0: I will say you do notice that there is a shiny new padlock on the
1: door. Oh, great. Then he will try to pick the lock.
0: Okay, go ahead and give me a thievery check. 24. Don't feel any of the tumblers
1: fall into place. Then I'll use my third action to also do that. Okay. I have a plus 22, just so everyone listening's things aware. Uh, 36 with my second attempt.
0: 36, you readjust your lockpicks and you feel two tumblers click into place.
1: That is a critical success. All right, so uh, we will just give it a little tug. Does it feel like it's open? Nope, not yet. Okay. All right, that's the end of his turn. I was just making sure, like, did I actually get through it or...
0: Yeah, that's totally fair. Totally fair. Oh, you know what I forgot to do for combat? I forgot to do this. Brianna, it is your turn.
4: Oh, jeez. I'll just move a little bit just to kind of get a sense of where everybody is, where are my peoples. can't see anything anyway. I will hold my action until people kind of continue to scatter, and then I will pick a person to shadow or... Hopefully try and corral my children into one place together. Okay. So you are going to hold your action until
0: something exciting happens. Soraya. Well,
3: if I'm here... And I have a whole turn and nothing else seems to be happening. I'm gonna go in between these two doors to the west. Are there like any like peepholes we can look in?
0: No, there are two shiny locks on the door though.
3: Does it sound like there's anyone inside the rooms other than the people pleading
0: and or weeping? I'm gonna make a secret perception roll for you. I guess that'll be my second action. From the north, you actually don't hear anything coming out of that room. From the south, you just hear the sounds of pleading.
3: I'm going to try and pick the south door.
0: Okay, give me a thievery roll, please. Oh,
3: that's a 19. That's not gonna do anything.
0: No, no, that is a failure.
3: I'm gonna hero point that, cause why not? There was a two on the die. That's a six on the die for a 23, which I assume is also not gonna do anything.
0: That is correct, that will not do anything.
2: Okay, flashbacks to Boz's
3: bookshop. All right, well, that's my three actions.
0: Yep, ooh, it is your turn.
2: Oh. All these people are trying to pick all these damn locks. I wanna pick locks, but I also just wanna smash something. You can smash a lock.
0: I do have a break. Force open check on these doors as well, if you'd like to try that.
2: (laughs) You paused at break. I do have a break. And I thought you were just going to end the episode for a second. (laughs) Would
0: I do something like that? Would I end an episode in the middle of someone's combat turn?
4: Yes. Yes, you would. (laughs) Every time. Yep. We're fucking calling you out.
2: So I'm going to walk down the hall to the east and I'm gonna smash a door open. I'm not even gonna wait. I'm tired of of waiting.
0: Okay, give me an athletics check, please.
2: Oh, 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 my heart. I choose to reroll with a hero point. (laughs) Okay. It was a natural one.
0: Yeah, you put your shoulder into it, and then you're like, wait a minute, hang on, let me adjust. All right, try that again.
2: Let me hold my boobs up a little bit higher. Here we go. Much better.
0: What's the chances of you getting two natural ones in a row?
2: Oh, that would really hurt. 38, all right.
0: The door shatters open. Inside that room, you see two people chained to the bed directly to your south. However, you notice that only one is wailing.
2: I rebuild the door and I walk away. Just kidding. Please, please. Let me out!
0: I I can't take it here anymore. I he's he's dead. He's dead, and I, and I have.
2: Uh, <laughs> Ooh is gonna slowly creep back to Brianna.
0: <laughs> okay. All right.
4: So. Haya, would you like to do anything because you delayed? Everybody's going in a different direction. She's like in the middle panicking. Like I can see Brianna like puppy whining, like uh, where are people going?
0: Well, you heard a door shatter open too, so.
1: And then ooh backed away from it. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but Twin Talon didn't. <laughs> Sorry, it's still on the other door. She'll like try and peek over Twin Talon's shoulders. If she hears further commotion, she'll move that way. If not, she'll stand fast. And keep watch because I see that Surya is
1: at another door. The nice thing about holding your action or delaying is that at any point, you can just be like, okay, it's my turn, Sean. Shut the fuck up. And then you can go. But you have to say it like that, I think. Oh, okay. So feel free.
4: Rob,
0: it is now the top of round two. It is your turn.
5: Okay. Well, I'm going to keep riding along this wall until I get to what I guess is a turn in the hallway. Yes. And that's going to distract me. And I'm going to see Surya down there and I'm going to walk down to see what she's doing. Okay. She is fumbling at a lock. Cursing under her breath and trying to pick it. Hmm, I might have something for that. Give me a second here. I might have something to do that. I'm accessing brain power, accessing brain power. Uh, Nope, <laughs> never mind. Sorry. I mean, I guess I could try a fireball. No. No, I could read the lox aura. Would that help? Would it tell us the difficulty? No, it wouldn't. <laughs> I can tell you it's magic. I don't think it's magic. Sorry, I'm kind of out of spells at the moment.
3: Believe me, I understand. <sighs>
5: she like looks at her satchel where there's like the four that she just picked up. <laughs> Have you tried hitting it with a big stick?
3: Not what I tend to be best at.
5: Oh, He goes back to complex calculations. Okay.
3: Well, she's just going to say, you have very nimble little fingers, don't you? Are you any good at picking locks? Oh, because I'm a goblin, huh?
5: Ooh, racism. I see how it goes. No, because you're a caster. I don't see how it goes. What? <laughs> All right, I'll take a shot at it.
3: Are you trained in thievery? Because if you're not, you can't. <laughs> I am. Okay.
5: I was just being indignant to be, you know, because, you know... I- that's the way he would be. Um, anyway. <laughs> She's like, no, you, you have to do fiddly little hand gestures. I, well, I need something to go with. He pulls out a dagger. No, she hands up her lockpicks. <laughs> oh. oh, all right. he puts the dagger away. All right, Keith, I'm gonna take a try at it here. All right, give me a thievery roll, please.
0: 25. That will not be enough.
5: Told you I'm not good at this. Fine.
0: Okay, it is now someone that you don't see's turn. <laughs> Whatever, I have a feeling the door is gonna open. Door opens behind you, Matt, to your west.
1: All right, sounds great. Are those undead? What are those?
0: Yeah, isn't that fun? Because you actually have never seen these before. So you have no clue what this is. But you do see this one directly behind you pull out a chain. Actually, no, I lied. No, it pulls out a chain. I didn't lie. And that's its turn. It is now your turn, Twin Talon.
1: All right. Twin Talon is going to whistle and Tessani is gonna come flying up the hallway. So the token is labeled Evangelist, which is why I said I think they're Evangelist, but uh, I don't know what that means. So she's gonna wink at it, which will distract it slightly and Twin Talon will catch it flat footed. He will attack
0: it. Okay.
1: So 23. I rolled a two versus it's flat-footed AC. That'll hit. Okay. Only because it's flat-footed, that'll hit. So 25 damage. It's piercing damage, if that makes a difference. And he will also put on the debilitating strike for the extra 2d6 damage in the future. And then he'll attack it again. Gotta be fucking kidding me with this shit. Three. hit. <laughs> Really? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I forgot you have a minus. So it's a
0: 20. So that is a miss.
1: Okay. I'm going to use one of my three hero points and I'm going to attack it again. There we go. 33. 33 is a critical hit. That's more appropriate. A pinned arm has the bow critical specialization effect and the target can't use one of its arms until freed. If using a melee weapon, you must drop it. Nah, I'm good. I'll just do double damage. (laughs) And also I'll use the sword specialization effect, which is it is flat footed to everyone. And I'm going to roll some damage here that damage plus an additional 2d6 special 4 which makes it 30 which makes it 60 damage with my second attack
0: damn very nice. jeez okay it is very not looking good but it is still standing and that's your turn right
1: that's my turn. Okay. Can you describe this creature also? So people that are not looking at the tokens can tell what they look like.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, that's a good, oh wow, my voice cracked. That's a great idea. <laughs> Would anyone like to describe this creature?
3: What's the guy, is it Dr. Manhattan wearing a gimp suit made of chains?
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely Dr. <laughs> <laughs> Manhattan in like, like a chain loincloth.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and a couple extra chains flipped about. I've got an outfit like that, okay. Of course you do.
3: Does Rob or does knife sword?
4: Yes.
0: (laughs) So it is a medium-sized creature that is blue skinned, glowing yellow eyes, has a chain loin cloth, and then a bunch of spiky chain or bunch of chains with different types of spears or daggers or different type of sharp barbed weapons at the end of these chains.
3: And a bunch of scars.
0: And a bunch of scars, yeah.
3: And a weird symbol on its forehead.
0: Twin town. Alan currently sees three of them.
3: So it is someone you don't
0: see's turn. No, it's my turn. No, no, sorry. I'll put them on the initiative.
4: Yeah, but I'm saying fuck you, Sean. It's my turn next because I've been holding. Oh,
0: you want to go now? See. It works.
4: It did. It did. I'm sorry. I feel mean.
0: Okay. All right. Well, hang on. Don't feel mean. I'm going to close the door. They're not there yet. All right. It is your turn, Brianna.
4: Okay. Now that I can move a bit speedier before that, Brianna's going to take a quick peek to her left. Make sure that Saraya and Knife Sword are still okay, fiddling with the lock. She will step forward to be with her friend, and I still can't see shit. Can you see the guy in the door or no? No, like I can see maybe a shoulder. I'd say you can still attack them, but they are gonna get a plus two to their AC.
0: It'll basically negate the flat-footed.
4: Otherwise she would just tap Twin Talon on the shoulder and be like, good job buddy, you're doing so well. And that'd be my turn. <laughs> but uh, if I can attack. <laughs> yeah, they get <laughs> partial
0: cover.
1: I'd also like to point out that you moved exactly 25 feet. And that's just one more time that the swift feet or fleet or whatever it's called is this like clutch.
4: Yeah, thank goodness has a 24. 24 will hit. No worries. Take 18 points of damage.
0: Yes, you do 13 slashing and five good. But that is still enough. Would you
4: like to describe your kill? I feel like since it's around the corner and I have little visibility, Brianna would have maybe seen a a sliver of their neck and kinda hacked at their carotid and then spurts of blood spray everywhere and <laughs> they go down. Got it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome.
0: Weird blue demon blood. You see blue flames erupt around the creature as it disappears.
1: Ooh. These
2: are remarkably easy to beat. Is anyone concerned? A little.
1: I'll be concerned after they're all dead. Or they surrender. One mm-hmm. of the two. They could have talked at any time.
0: You have one more action, Haya. What would you like to do? I'll raise my shield. I don't know. All right. <laughs> shield is raised. Now it is the guy. You see a warven Scarlet Triad member that you've seen a couple like before. Step forward, open the door, and swing a
4: flail at you, Twin Talon. That'll hit. I'm trying to remember how this works. Hang on. I can, like, throw my shield up to defend you. Correct. Oh, you
1: can. So you have one extra reaction per turn. You may use it only for shield blocking. You can also shield block an adjacent ally. If you do, they become you in the shield block description.
4: Right, I've just not remembered what it was called so I can read up further on it.
1: I think it's shield warden.
4: So let me roll damage,
0: see how much damage I actually do. I rolled a 34, which you said is a hit, and I'm going to do 18 points of damage.
1: So if you shield block, you would reduce the damage by the hardness of the shield, which I believe is... 6, if I'm remembering from however long ago. Yep, hardness is 6. Which means then I would take 12 and your shield would take 12.
0: That would break your shield because it
1: only has 15 hit points left. Or you can use Liberating Step on me. Either one of those are available to you.
4: Wait, why would it break my shield if it it was hit for 12 and I have 15?
3: Because there's broken as opposed to like shattered or useless. Okay, so it's like a threshold.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, BT I think is what they describe it as, like broken threshold, which is half the hit points of the total hit points of the shield.
0: And your broken threshold is 12. But you still have a secondary shield in your backpack that you could switch to if you wanted to.
4: I'll just liberate I guess. I don't know.
0: Okay. So you're going to reduce that by 13 points. Matt, you're going to take 5 points of damage.
1: All right. Thank you, Branna. Sure. And you may take two steps if you would like. That's right. So I will. I'm going to take a step in. Yeah, I'm a step there. So now he's being flanked by brianna and me
0: great i love it
1: (laughs) he has got to regret that
0: so matt when you step into this room let me give you a description of it okie doke you find five stevedores in here you can tell that they're very malnourished and they are chained to the beds and you see that these two scarlet triad members that are in here have been hitting them with flails it is now the second scarlet triad's members turn who's in this room that twin talon just came into but we're gonna deal with that Next episode.
3: Oh
4: my god, Sean interrupted his own turn. This is a first. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll allow it. That's a thing I can do.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <I guess. laughs> Granted.
0: Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Background sound effects provided by Sirenscape because Epic Games deserve Epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Pathfinder Second Edition. Age of Ashes' Adventure Path are all copyright of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information.